In Bleach's Thousand Year Blood War, we see the Quincy's and the Soul Reapers fighting. Mayuri Kurosachi, I might be saying his name wrong, Captain of Research and Development. That part of the Soul Reapers that, you know, figures things out, has figured out something. Part of the Von Ritters, the Quincy's, strategy of defeating the soul reapers is to use the shadows they disappear into the shadows they appear from the shadows it's a whole thing they live in the shadows honestly this world needs batman so mayuri creates this thing that encases him in light he is so stinking bright that it's hard to see the von Ritten that has come to attack him and the r d department goes you know what really worth it to fight you right now you're gonna take too long i'll let somebody else do it and he walks away today on geek devotions we're talking about how we can use this similar strategy as christians Welcome to Geek Devotions, the show from Devoted Geeks. We're devoted to letting people know that they are loved. I am Celeste, and we are so glad that you have hit play today. Do us a favor, hit that like button, share this video out, let people know about it, do the things, all the things. Also, don't forget to check us out on our website where we have all kinds of things such as reviews and links to all of our other podcasts and all the other things that we do. It's a lot of fun. We do a lot of stuff. Now, like we said in the intro, the strategy of encasing himself in light protected Myri and the rest of the R&D department because the Von Ritten just didn't want to take the time to fight him. He could have figured it out, but it would have taken too much time. He didn't want to bother with it. As believers, we often know that Jesus is described as the light. He even describes himself as the way, the truth, and the light in John 8. One of the ways that we can protect ourselves from darkness is that the light is the opposite of darkness and we can wrap ourselves in the light of Jesus. Now, I know that sounds really impractical. It sounds really fluffy. It sounds like I'm just pulling phrases out of the air, but there's some practicalities to it. So let's break those down. Number one, study God's word. I know we say this one a lot when we're talking about things that you should do as a Christian, but it is very important to know what God says and to understand it in the context of what's being said. If you don't understand in the context, then you're not gonna understand the true meaning. Now, understandably, the scriptures were written thousands of years ago. I'm sure that Dallas will, will put a, an exact number in here, maybe, I don't know. So. Things are not lining out X, Y, Z for us, but we can take the situations and go, that is similar to my situation. That would apply. We understand the scriptures in the context of what they were written and then go, hmm, this is similar. We can compare the two. And if you know what's going on in the context, then you're not going to be as easily fooled if someone goes, hey, doesn't the scripture say this? Well, yes, it does, but it doesn't mean what you think it means because they are not reading it in context. Number two, have people around you that are believers. No, I'm not saying you cannot be friends with unbelievers. I have a lot of friends that don't believe. And honestly, as long as everybody's respectful, I'm respectful of them, they're respectful of me, I use it as an opportunity to pray for them, to understand their mindset. 
and that's fine. But sometimes you just need to be around someone who believes similarly to you. You need to be around someone who can encourage you in God, who can encourage you in the faith, who can go, you know, I understand you're going through a hard time right now, but this is what the scripture says. And that is so important. And finally, number three, pray in meditation, just prayer meditation. Uh, again, this is one we say often, but it's hard to know what God's saying if you're not talking to him. And prayer is the vehicle for that. It is the conversation with God. But at the same time, you have to include meditation because if you're just praying and going, God, then you're not listening to what he's trying to tell you. You're not stopping and going, God, what are you saying to me? In our Tuesday night streams with our pray and plays, we've been going through 1 Samuel. And in the very beginning of the chapter, probably, or book, excuse me, very beginning of the book, probably chapter two or three, Samuel hears a voice and he, he instantly starts getting up and doing things because he thinks that it's Eli. And in reality, it's God. And Eli tells him to go and tell the voice, speak, Lord, your servant is listening, and then wait. That is a great example of meditation. We can't expect God to answer us if we're not giving him a chance to get a word in edgewise. Okay, guys, that was your devotion for the week. I hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, don't forget to check us out on all the things. We're posting content on all the places, all the times. It's a lot. <laughs> so go check it out. Also, don't forget that we are still in the process of fundraising for our 501c3. It ends in a few days a week. I'm not entirely sure on the time frame, but it ends soon. And so if you haven't had a chance to give, go give. If you haven't had a chance to tell somebody you think would want to give, tell them. Do the things. It is now time for the question of the week. Question of the week is this. Have you been watching Thousand Year Blood War? Because we, we've been really enjoying it. I was very excited that it came out. I was disappointed it didn't come out when I thought it was. It was backed up a week. I don't appreciate that. But now that we're getting it weekly, I'm, I'm super hyped about it. Okay, guys. Well, all that being said, stay devoted. Peace and love.